Today's reflection is about the way Christians uh, too often promise that bad things won't happen uh, to themselves or other people and some of the problems that that causes and how there is a different way for us to claim God's promises around the challenges that we face. Don't tell your people everything will be all right. Those words, or at least that's how I remember them, were a wake-up call. They came to me from the national director of my church movement as the first COVID national lockdowns began. That sentence was bundled up with many other words of support, hope and encouragement. And yet this almost throwaway sentence cut through everything else as I listened. Now, I'm melancholy by nature, able to perceive disaster as it approaches over the horizon. But what COVID would become, do and be was something most of me was in denial about until I heard those words. And as I did, my glass dome of psychological self-protection shattered. Something deep within my psyche now registered a reality. This was really happening and everything was not going to be okay. Pain, loss and suffering were coming that could not be avoided. Promises we should never make. Some might perceive such a declaration as lacking in faith, hope and optimism, but I think it was wise advice to give. Everything was and is not all right. In fact, I think it might have been the most profound confession of faith I've heard from a church leader. In the movies, we all know that when a doctor assures a patient their loved one won't die, such guarantees should not be made. Some of us have experienced the Christian version bundled into promises of faith, I have sat with people whose family member has just died who were guaranteed by other Christians that death would not touch them if they had enough faith. And they are, as a result, doubly wounded. They were injured at the loss of their loved one and then further traumatised, thinking such bereavement was due to their lack of faith. Denial is not faith. Christians can at times combine psychological defence mechanisms with a misunderstanding of faith. We equate any suffering and at times any discomfort as something being wrong. Yet Jesus himself said, those who mourn will be blessed, Matthew 5 verse 4, i.e. mourning was inevitable and a place to experience blessing. Indeed, Jesus seems throughout the Gospels to be at pains to warn us that suffering and loss will come to us and for those who follow him even more so. And it seems ironic that a faith founded by one who suffered and invites us into his suffering is often the least able to cope with pain and grief. Now, it's human nature that when we suffer to want immediate relief from it, for the suffering to go away, and psychologists, those whose occupation is the emotional well-being of others, Know the perils of how human beings respond to suffering. We make changes in our circumstances, act in denial, get angry and blame others, which provides short-term relief, but leaves us in the long run forced to face up to the losses that one day will catch up to us. Psychologists talk about grounding the need to connect in the present moment to what is really happening to us. And that's the best way through pain and suffering, not denial, but to enter into what is happening to us with full awareness, participation with Jesus. Jesus' invitation to enter into suffering is such a grounding. Indeed, it is the ultimate grounding. It's one where we don't journey on our own, but where he promises to meet us and go with us. Here is the guarantee of faith and the promises of God to claim boldly. 
the call to turn into our sufferings and to take them to the cross, to let Jesus participate with us in our sufferings and us in his. This is how we pass through the valley of the shadow of death to higher ground, the table and resurrection life. Denial doesn't protect, but it traps us and deceives us, keeping us from the experience of death and resurrection. Just as, just as its opposite psychological sibling, fatalism, overwhelms us and destroys us, keeping us buried in the tomb of loss, both stuff out real faith. Something better than being all right. There is a line from a prayer by Father Joseph Tetlow, his paraphrase of the old Anima Christi prayer. I choose the awful agony of Christ to charge my senseless sorrows with meaning and to make my pain pregnant with power. As I write this reflection, I've been in a season of overwhelming loss wrought during, through and via COVID with depletions that at times seem so senseless. I wish them to end and I'm unsure how many more I can endure. But yet, I glimpse something in this prayer. I see the invitation to the cross where I can be honest with Jesus about my hardships. I can ground them fully in him, express to him the impact of them upon me. I can tell him why everything is not all right with me. And he then rushes by his spirit to be with me. Meaningless loss becomes potential energy, resurrection power. And here I can stand on and in my Good Friday moments, fully open to suffering and pain, because doing so with Jesus means Easter Sunday and resurrection life is on the way. Everything won't be all right. There's something even better in Jesus is coming. And that's a promise I will make and receive. So uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to catch more of these articles and podcasts, everything is on my website, jasonswanclark.org. That's jasonswanclark, all one word, noeonclark.org. And uh, on there, you'll be able to subscribe to uh, an email newsletter um, to push updates to you for new articles. Um, and all the recordings also you can subscribe to this audio podcast in spotify soundcloud and itunes and wherever else you catch your podcasts from um, and lastly thank you for listening and if you found this helpful please like and do share with others